Parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Is the best of two pros in a cup of Joe with LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, and Jonas Knox on Fox Sports Radio. Right when everybody thought, well, we don't got to worry about them anymore. Right on uh, Just we don't got to worry about them anymore. The Patriots are back, baby. My Patriots are back. Bill Belichick is back. I've Your been, Patriots. Hey, I've been riding that horse all year long. I told well, yeah, you. You're definitely, yeah, you're definitely riding it. Yeah. Yeah. Right, what's yeah. Bill Belichick's infatuation with big running backs and big running backs with dreadlocks? You ever notice that? <laughs> <laughs> that man loves him some big-ass running backs with dreadlocks. Some LeGarrette Blunt. Some LeGarrette Blunt. Some, uh, who else did he have? Matt, it's, it's been a few. Yeah, he, um, man. There's they, been a few. I, I'd have to do the, the homework on it. but When when they do a uh, documentary on his career after it's all said and done, and they talk about just his genius and his coaching a bit, like this is going to be one of the games they point to, right? To where he just went in and figured a way out, throwing, th- attempting three passes and winning on the road in a huge division game on Monday night in those conditions. Just awesome. They put everybody on notice. Awesome. I'll tell you that. They can win in a variety of ways. Like that that's what makes them so dangerous is they walk into any game and it doesn't matter the conditions. Like weather conditions can be the ultimate equalizer. Like I sat in Ann Arbor, Michigan, and when the snow started coming down, the wind started to pick up, the temperature dropped, I was like, you know, this isn't good for a team like Ohio State that's got a quarterback who likes to throw the football around and really hasn't played in these sort of conditions. And lo and behold, what happened? Michigan ran all over them. Like, I, I just witnessed that firsthand two weeks ago. Yep. And, and this was the same thing. And, and I've played in games like this. Now, in Cleveland, uh, in Buffalo, there were some cold games. There was a couple windy games. No, Nothing with the combination of what we saw last night. But in Cleveland, there was a game we played against Pittsburgh. And, man, that wind was whipping. And it was freezing out there. Very similar where we had to adjust everything we were going to do. 
basically to run the football through a little bit when we had the wind going a certain direction, and that was it. But that's the thing about this Patriots team that makes them so dangerous is I don't care who they play the rest of the year, and especially if they're going to have the number one overall seed in the AFC, that, there's a likelihood that may happen in Foxborough in the playoffs. So you might have to play in that. They know how to play in it. They know how to win in it. I'll tell you what. The defensive scheme, as a defensive-minded guy, that defensive scheme was tremendous. They they got him off his mark. They got him uncomfortable. They boxed him in. It, it was almost like it was a it was a Mike Vick defensive game plan. You know, you you stunt to the inside, you force the double teams, and then you stunt outside of the inside stunt. So so in in other words, in layman's terms, the outside guys in the defense were forcing double teams on the offensive linemen. The offensive linemen were were basically making sure that they they got the inside guy. The inside guy is always considered to be the most dangerous guy. The closest guy to the quarterback is the most dangerous guy to the quarterback. So now you're you're stemming out and you're maintaining the contain. All they did was force Buffalo to play in a phone booth in last night's game and were actually good enough and physical enough to do it. That's the thing about it. That's what really shocked me. I, I think I, I knew their their defense was pretty good. I, I've been big. I mean, Judon has been a, a, a grown-ass man out there. I learned last night how how good they are up front with the way they move and how efficient. And listen, with McCourty and them back there, I know that their secondary has struggled at times, but schematically speaking, if they're able to do what they were able to do last night up front, it makes it easier for their secondary to be able to be you know, more effective in the passing game because the quarterback is basically under duress. So I, I, I'll tell you what, I give – New England on defense a ton of credit for the way that they approach that game plan against the Buffalo Bills. Was Buffalo's ineffectiveness more to do with the weather or more to do with what the Patriots were doing? Because it's New- all part of it, well, be- right? Because the reason I asked that is Belichick came out this week and he was just effusive with his praise of Josh Allen. You know, you can't fool him with stuff. Uh, his development, his growth, like over the top complimentary. And I just wonder if Belichick really felt confident going into this game. Like, I got something for him. Like, I got something for him. And then seeing the conditions the way that they were just played into all of it. If you're looking at the way they had their defensive front aligned, I mean, at times they would bring secondary guys. They would switch it up. They changed up coverages. They just – I think that Belichick, knowing what the weather was going to be, dialed up you know him and his coaching staff dialed up a a game plan that was purely based off of do not allow them to get the edges keep them inside keep allen inside keep the run game inside keep everything inside and that's what they did i mean you got to execute but they executed and i think that that's where the confidence came from brady i I gotta be honest with you i thought (laughs) I thought we might see Josh Allen carry the football like 20 times. Um, j- just with those conditions and everything else, I thought that was their best chance of having some effectiveness running the football. Because I-, I think it was both. I think it was, it was the weather and the fact that it was going to force Buffalo to run the football more than they want to. I-, I think they've gotten away from it last year than into this year 
where they, they're really not a, a run-first team. They're, they're a pass-first team. And it wasn't all on Josh Allen. I mean, Stephon Diggs had a drop for a touchdown. You could make the case Dawson Knox could have had another one that would have been tight. I mean, there were, there were a number of throws that, like, we all think that when there's wind like that, it's only, it only puts pressure on the quarterbacks and, and kickers or punters. No, it, it makes it harder for receivers, too. I mean, that's the hardest part of the job is they're trying to pick up that football in those sorts of conditions where, especially if it's like snowy and it's hard to pick the ball up out of the quarterback's hand. But then once you do, now that thing's moving like it's a curveball or it's a slider. I mean, it becomes harder to catch because the wind's inevitably going to move it. So, you know, I, I think it was both. I think it was no doubt the scheme. I mean, credit the Patriots for what they did. But if that's a, a calm 40-degree wind at five mile an hour a day, let's be real. Like, it may be different. I don't care what scheme. Yeah, I don't care what scheme they put out there, though. Buffalo's going to play that game different. They, unfortunately, because of the wind, because of the conditions, had to play a game that they don't excel at. So yeah. the, the digs drop for the touchdown because they were talking about, you know, the ball was moving, but it hit him in the forearm when he was trying to make the grab and he was trying to adjust to it. So that, that's, a, that, that's a really tough catch in those conditions, correct? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, it, it's – again, I, you could have seen in warm-ups. I don't know if you saw any of the warm-up yes. shots pregame. <laughs> guys were just throwing the ball up in the air and then trying to get a feel for how the wind's going to move it. If you ever play in that stadium, though, you know it could be a swirling wind. Like, the wind can change in there, too. So it's, it's a really tough stadium to get a feel for as a quarterback and for, as a kicker, let alone you know being a receiver or someone who's out there trying to you know haul in some of those deeper passes or, or passes further downfield. I always say as a coach, we all have the same conditions we got to play in. Yeah. So I look There's at you. Coach talk. I'm going to look yeah. at you in your eyes and I'm going to yeah. be like, hey, look here. Say it. <laughs> they got the same wind you do. They, they, they have the right. same weather conditions right. that you do. So yeah. either, either we are going to, to execute what our game plan is and we're going to execute it where we can come away with this victory or yeah. we're going to allow for, for the conditions to dictate our outcomes. And, and so to me, I looked at a team last evening that was not able to and, – and mind you, at home. Yeah. You should have had the advantage. You should have known what you needed to do more so. And, and here's my thing, and I would ask you this, Brady. Once you realized that, that New England's game plan on defense was to stack the box and to make sure you were not able to gain the perimeter of, of the defense – I mean, you gotta adjust your 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 offensive scheme, right? You gotta have like to me, you you gotta run things that are creating creating you know opportunity within the center of the field, whether it be screens to the center, like those are obsolete. You know, people don't run center screens anymore. You 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 know, talking about possibly doing you know flare passes. Maybe maybe the only way you would have been able to get access to to the outside or the perimeter of the defense was to throw you know quick quick swing passes, different things like that. I just didn't see the adjustment that gave them the opportunity to kind of switch things up with New England. And to Brady's point, Josh Allen only had six carries. So um, they, you know, they as a team, they had 25 on the night, and New England had three p- He didn't have passes. the space. He only yeah, had six carries. He what, didn't have the space to run. But when he got out there, they, they he can, seemed like he was yeah, the most productive you, back they had. Here's what I'd say is you can find ways of getting the edge. I don't care what a defense does. 
you can find ways of getting to edges, finding cutoff points, pinning, pulling, finding ways of attacking an edge too. And it didn't seem like Buffalo had a plan where they cared quite as much. Hmm. But you can you can formationally find ways of getting to edges. I don't care if it, it equates to like unbalanced formations where I'm going to literally take and go tackle over and put an eligible tight end on one side, force your front to have to adjust, and now I've got an eligible receiver at the tackle spot who's a tight end on the other side. Like, There's little wrinkles and things you can do to find ways of getting the defense to either figure out how they want to align to it or figure out ways to get to shorter edges. And, and obviously with Josh Allen, you can do a lot of things. He's athletic. Mm-hmm. You know, Whether it's a speed option at an edge, things like that, to just kind of kick the ball or just get it to the perimeter out in space. Like That's why, I mean, it, this was probably the biggest surprise to me was the, under, the over-under never really changed. I mean, I was looking at this thinking anyone who's seeing this, yeah. like these pregame conditions, should be thinking to themselves, um, I'm going to hammer the under here. Like, there's no doubt about it. Like, there's no way you're going to see a bunch of scoring in this. And it kind of held intact for the most part. Like, I'm shocked this thing didn't get hammered down to like somewhere in 30, at 36 points. It stayed at 40. And it's still, I mean, there was never even a chance that it was going to be that close to it. So um, I just. Look, the wind conditions obviously played, to me, a huge, huge uh, factor in the outcome of the game. And what ended up being now where Bill Belichick's back, man. He's back. <laughs> I love it, man. It's, I mean, it's something. I don't, I don't know if anyone loves it because they're so tired of seeing it. And the worst part is, is now they're doing it. It's like he could coach for another decade with Mac Jones and what they have. I'll tell you, the interesting thing about New England was they accessed the outsides of the the Buffalo defense. That's they went either inside tackle or they went off tackle. They overloaded and they got to the perimeters of of the defense running the ball. They grinded it out. They came out there with the idea that they were going to grind it out and get to the ins or get to the outsides of the Buffalo Bills defense. They either o- overloaded with pullers or they went straight to it. They went straight wide handoffs. Take this handoff, get what you can get to the outside. And and it worked. Yeah. It I would. mean, one team executed, one team didn't. What a fun watch, man, just with the uh, conditions and all that. Uh, by the way, I, you know, probably not necessary to have the uh, pregame crew out there with those wins. Uh, looked like uh, Susie Colbert was going to get blown off her chair at one point. I mean, good Christ. They've got Alex Smith throwing a fade route to Randy Moss. I mean, what are we doing Yeah, was that, that thing got – it looked like it was a tumbleweed. It's like a dog uh, took a bite out of a Nerf football and he's trying to complete it. It's like, what are we doing here? We don't, we don't need all that. You can show off your cleats elsewhere. I'm just glad they showed the anchor bar. That's all. I, I was just happy they showed that. You know? did, did they show that? I actually uh, oh, they, didn't see that part. Oh, you didn't see that? No, I didn't see that part. Oh, yeah, well, I'm not unfamiliar well, with that. You know, I'm listen, uh, I'm just listen, unfamiliar with that. Uh, all right. uh, it is, uh, Belichick had on that blue hoodie, though. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. He very did. very stylish, by the way, afterwards. He's going with this new. Did like, you see uh, that bubble uh, coat? Yeah. yeah. He had a little bubble yeah, coat. Yeah, a little, little stylish there. He has to, man. Yeah. He's trying it's to keep freezing up with Brady. out there. You, if, when it's cold like that, you you can't think about fashion. You just got to go straight for whatever is warm. All right, that, um, was, that was a pretty fashionable bubble coat. I think uh, I didn't, lie, was Mac but. Jones wearing scuba suit. He was wearing a scuba suit under yeah. his yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's he, the, yeah. yeah. The move. Is it a scuba suit or just a wetsuit? I don't know. Who knows? Somebody said scuba. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Uh, all What's right. the difference? Uh, it, sounds like, it sounds like you said scuba. Maybe. Well, yeah, because I, I read it said scuba. scuba. I don't know. I'm not a scuba diver. I don't I don't really uh, You got to stay away from you know. scuba instructors, man. Yeah. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because oh, when you God. come back to come pick them up, you know. You know. Yeah. 
Yeah, they're on the boat what? with your with your chick oh. doing scuba diving. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Are you yeah. are you for scuba Ruben? Yeah, that's true. So Ruben, you know, it's so like a, a long camp Paul. Yeah. Yeah. A hippo. It was yeah. just you know a hippo. Right, you know, keep your, that's all. Keep your keep your snorkel to yourself. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Continental Tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Continental test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com. Sports, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. The Oregon Ducks, mm. um, they are uh, you know, looking around going, all right, so now what? Because, duck, uh, duck Goose? Uh, Mario Cristobal is a... Uh, he is, <laughs> he's he in is, Miami? Yeah, he's got a Miami. Uh, Manny family, Diaz. family issues, though. Yeah, yeah that's true. Um, and, and that is legitimate. His, his mom is sick, and, okay. and so he's he's going there. Uh, and but also, there's other family and, issues and, taking place yeah, as well. Yeah, and then uh, Kayvon Thibodeau has decided, uh, you know that bowl game? Going to go ahead and pass. Oh. Uh, and then... Um, so he's in your season for that reason. Yeah, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Uh, and, duck, and, duck Goose. And Manny Diaz is not happy. Uh, he feels, you know, the way the whole hiring process was handled is uh, is not right. Um, but he's okay with, you know, telling Temple yes, and then 18 days later taking the Miami job. But never mind all that. Uh, we just we move on from stories of uh, two years ago. Uh, the hiring process, it was a weird one, but it felt like, Brady, this is the way this was going to go. Um, and it was just a matter of time before they moved on. Uh, let me be real with you guys. They were trying to move on from Manny Diaz last year. And they didn't find a candidate that really motivated them enough to move. No different than Southern Cal with Clay Helton, who is sniffing around a bunch of head coaches, Urban Meyer in particular, that they, you know, they wanted to move on to, but they couldn't get anyone to commit to that job. So this, is, this had been in the making for a while. Many Diaz couldn't have been surprised by this. The crazy part about how this whole thing is orchestrated it's not the fact that Mario Cristobal was out recruiting and all these rumors started to surface. We, we saw that you know, for the past 10 days in college football. What was crazy is the fact that they fired their athletic director, Blake James, and they really hadn't officially hired their athletic director. Dan Radovich, I believe is his name, uh, from Clemson, is now going to become their AD, but they had already selected who they wanted as the head coach first. And, and those negotiations were already ongoing, so they really were putting the head coach before the athletics director, which is who the head coach is going to have to kind of answer to, even though ultimately when you get a $10 million or a 10-year, $80 million contract, uh, the, the head coach answers to pretty much no one. He just has to succeed, and he'll be fine. So that was more of the oddity to this situation, that Miami knew the coach they wanted. It made sense. There was mutual interest. Mario wanted to get back down because of – his family ties and some personal situations going on. But I, I got to tell you, man, th- this lends me to think that he will be able to bring the U back. And oh, I also man. think it is, it, it's a bad look for the Pac-12 only because I know Lincoln's going to, to Southern Cal and you know he'll be able to turn that thing around relatively quick. But you just lost a guy who helped make Oregon kind of back into it. I don't want to say a national contender, but into the national conversation this year. And since he's gotten there with the way he recruited, now he's taking those skills to South Florida. 
and, I'll, and you can say whatever you want about Southern California, what Lincoln Riley's going to do there. If Mario Cristobal keeps all the talent just in Broward and Dade County alone. Forget about it. The UM will be back. Yeah. It'll be back. And people are going to be like, where'd this come from? No, it's, it's been a sleeping giant for a while. They just needed someone to tap into it and stop letting all these kids out of South Florida. Per capita, hands down, the most talent in the country. It's not even close. People, people talk about you know, people plucking talent out of Southern California. It is all over the state of Florida being plucked. And, and, and if you look at how the state's actually, you know, if you cut out kind of the recruiting map, how it's designed, you kind of got Gainesville, Florida State, Miami. There you go. And, and they all kind of recruit their own area. Mm-hmm. But if those schools could just keep all that talent in the Tampa area, in the you know, Miami, uh, Dade, Broward, like those areas, if they could just keep that intact in the Jacksonville area, like they would all be successful again. And I think that's what they're all aiming to do at this point moving forward. So uh, I'm, I'm telling you, give it, give it a year or two. The U will be back. They're not that far off right now, and they're in an easy ACC with Clemson as the only team to really compete with. Pitt, I, I'm not – well, is Pitt in the ACC? Didn't they just win the ACC? Yeah. yeah. Pitt did this year, yeah, but yeah, Pickett yeah. moves on. Addison moves on. A bunch of players from that team will move on. They'll have to reload. They seem to do pretty good reloading, though. Uh, they always have talent. Uh, listen, yeah, it gets I, the Miami team that hasn't been what it is. Yeah, I'm not going to give them Snellenberger yet. I, I don't know that they're going to rope it off because recruiting has drastically changed. And you're right. It is a hotbed, and people are going to go in there and they're going to pillage the the area. Like they're they're just going to take uh, the top recruits in, and they're going to go to different schools in different areas. You know, when when I was coming up, you know, we didn't come out of Virginia as far as we would go as North Carolina, South Carolina, for teams like you know Penn State. And now you you take <laughs> you take a look. And it is a it's a real culture shock. And it's funny because a lot of the, the the things that, you know, James Franklin has and not to try to make it about Penn State, but just to give you an idea of why it's going to be difficult for Crystal Ball to, to be able to, you know, rope off the area and keep those recruits there is is you're you're talking about cultural shocks, but people are beginning to adapt and to adjust. To see somebody come up and, and, and just take this for what it's worth at face value, to see a kid come to Penn State and play ball and has dreadlocks, culture shock. To see a kid with gold, gold, gold fronts, culture shock, right? People are sitting there and they're like, holy S. Like, this is Penn State football, right? So now it's becoming more and more understood and people are learning that you don't need to judge people off of their appearance. The kid has good grades. The kid, the kid went through clearinghouse. The kid is a good kid, comes from a good family. Maybe he didn't come from a good family, but the kid brings a value. You are dealing with schools that are going to do that. U- University of Virginia. Virginia Tech just got Brent Pry. So Brent Pry's going to go down there. You're, you're talking about Mac at, at Carolina. Like, it's going to be very difficult to rope that place off and say, we're keeping our, our kids here and they're not going anywhere. And now this NIL stuff, like I know Miami has money because it's a private, privately you know, funded school. I get all that. 
But you ain't going to hold off all of these major programs Just on what they're going to be at. I, if, I, I, if, I put if, some if money you on that. Make, if you want to make that statement about Southern Cal, you better make it about South Florida. Because I'll promise you this, some of these kids don't want to leave. I don't think. But they it, feel like they have right. to leave. You're right, and you're right. And Southern Cal is the same exact way. That's why you just saw Alabama take take Georgia and woodshed them with, with a, a, a California quarterback, a Pasadena kid. Yeah. All right, You just saw, you, you we see that Clemson has has a California kid. There, there's California kids. Put it to you like this. Talent-wise, like skill, you're not going to find any better skill kids than Florida kids and Southern California kids. When you start getting into like linemen and stuff like that, then that's, you're going into different areas. But the bottom line to me is who is offering the best opportunities to these kids as they're coming out? It could be Texas A and M. It could be it could be Texas Longhorns. It could be a, it could be anybody at this point. It's just based on what the best opportunity is that's presenting itself. I think this NIL thing is going to make things a little bit more complex for for places like a Broward County. If you know about Broward and you know about Liberty City and you know about all yep. those different Carol areas, yep. let me tell you something. Uh, offer them parents uh, $1,000 a month. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. He's good. <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's already right. been – well, it's already existed in the recruiting cycle. True. You know, we've already seen it for a but year. But now, now you don't got to hide the, it. Well, th- th- yeah, that's true. But you didn't have to hide it for the past year. The, the difference is now you've got a guy who knows how to get that done. Mm-hmm. Like the $80 million they're spending on Mario, that's one thing. There needs to be another amount of money swinging in that's going to be allocated towards players for all that, which, again, it's a new, it's a new landscape. We see, for example, a guy like – because here's the reality. Is the university can't have any tie to the money being shelled out for name, image, and likeness. Mm-hmm. Those are separate deals, so they really can't facilitate or be a part of any of that. Much like Quinn Ewers, who Air got quotes. paid a good amount – well, no, that's for real. Like, yeah, no, if, no, it is, but it, it's, it's still air quotes because it's, it's not be... air quotes. It's it's not. It, that's actually law. Like that's right. not even that's not I even up it. for debate. That's a law. I get it. What, the problem is, is you got a guy like Quinn Ewers, who's the, one of the top recruits. Oh man, he goes to Ohio State, and then he really he really just reclassified and left early to get paid. That that was all it was about. Like it was only about money. Ohio State didn't want him to come a year earlier than he should have. Not only does it make their quarterback room a little uncomfortable, but the timing of all of it and his eligibility doesn't work, but he wanted to do it for his own sake and money. And that's fine, but that doesn't mean it's going to work out at that school. So, look, NIL is NIL. Well, we could talk about like like it's going to have a huge impact, and it will for some kids. Ultimately, what's going to have the biggest impact is if Miami comes back and has a chance of winning a national championship. If they're playing the ACC championship next year, if they're playing for a spot in the college football playoff, that's where the U is back. That's where you're going to see all these kids then stay and not want to leave and want to be a part of what will be a, a big party in South Florida. Uh, I, I just want there to be a little bit of patience because, look, we've seen when Jim Harbaugh, guy who alma mater, goes back there and you know takes a program that was down and out and, and gives them double-digit win seasons like three or four years or whatever it was. And, yeah, they struggled in the bowl games and he wasn't beating his rivals, but he did turn the program around. 
people were still bitching and moaning. Well, no, it's not good enough. It's not good enough. I just wonder what's the leash going to be like with Mario Cristobal because he's won a national title there. Uh, He was all Big East as an offensive lineman there. He's got deep Miami roots because he's from there, uh, family there, everything. (coughs) I I just wonder what it's going. How long until people are going to look around and go, all right, we need to see results now before they realize. Man, this this program has been a disaster for a while. I mean that that Miami Florida State game was a joke. But still, even with with Harbaugh, he'll get one or two years of grace after winning the Big Ten. And then they're going to go right back to the same exact conversations. You got to beat Michigan. You got to win the Big Ten. Like it's it's never going to end in terms of the intensity of what the fan bases and the boosters and the schools are going to want and expect and demand. You're giving out hundred million dollar contracts now. You're giving out. I if, mean, you're you're you've taken the money to a whole nother place. If you look at Mario Cristobal's roster at Oregon, and a lot of people say it's one of the, you know he's one of the great recruiters in football. It's majority Midwest left, so it, it's literally just West Coast guys. So he figured out how to recruit that side of the country. I think he already knows this side. So if he can if he can lure some even bigger recruits from that side and bring them over to Miami, like if if you're if you're playing football in in Texas or uh, you're playing in New Mexico or you're uh, you know. Uh, a, a guy up in Oregon that he's already been talking to. I mean, you're telling me you wouldn't be interested in playing all at I'm Miami? Say, all I'm going to say is this. It sounds good. Like, I hear the excitement. I appreciate it. But you're not going to just sell these recruits on on Miami based off of the history of Miami. That's not going to work. You're not going to just sell them on South Beach. It's not going to work. Gift cards to they, the Cleveland. I'll tell you what. Deal. I, 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 <laughs> spent, I spent an entire time rehabbing in, in Coral Gables. They have a whole lot of work to do facility-wise if they think that they're going to start well, getting they, all the well, top what, recruits what years to stay were, there. What years were that? I mean, it's been a while, but I mean, I've seen well, the place. They, they already redid their indoor. I mean, yeah. they, they've done facility upgrades. I've it's, seen it's the not, facility upgrades. It's not It's not on the level of, of these these major, like like Clemson or or even Michigan or heck, even Penn State as well, far Michigan, back as we Michigan are. Michigan really hasn't changed much of what they had. It's it's already extraordinary. It's pretty well, extraordinary. It, Look it, at it, USC. It's good, but it has to be that way when you live in a cold weather That's climate. correct. That's correct. So I, but it's still I, I there. I, I don't know that that ultimately entices kids. They want a chance to play in the NFL and play for a national championship. Yeah, I, I just it, it is. And Miami that, isn't in about. that conversation right now. But exactly, it it does make them interesting again. Correct? I don't know. Yet. I mean, I I, I do. I I think. Look, if when we grew Greg up, Greg Ciano made it interesting, and and he didn't get it done. Anymore. Yeah, I mean, but uh, you who know, was my other guy that went there? That that from Mar- Temple. Uh, that he was the guy that oh, made it interesting. God. He would he would have. Um, I can't Al even. Golden? Golden. Yeah, yeah, there Al we go. From Al, BC, right? When did Shiano go to Miami? Yeah, I meant Golden. Uh, from, oh, okay. uh, from, uh, I he, think she, did Shiano, was he his defensive no. coordinator? He was never there? No. All right, all right. no. I meant Al Golden. Well, listen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they kind of ran together on me. Golden, Shiano. I make those mistakes. They're, the they're both Penn Staters. Listen, yeah. <laughs> hey, there was a little bias there. <laughs> Of course there was. You needed a Penn State guy to make Miami great again. Shiano <laughs> I mean, may have been there like. 20 years ago as like a DC. Uh, he never won as I a think head he coach. was. Yeah, I think he was there. I think it was a DC. I don't yeah. think he was ever a head coach. Yeah, I think um, he was. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. 
Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it, Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O-Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trips 
tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Michelin tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their michelin test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be Marcus Freeman, it does feel like genuine excitement. It does. And and it feels different than it's felt in the past when they've made head coaching hirings. When Brian Kelly went there, I I, I remember more of people at Cincinnati being pissed about how he left than I do people being really excited about him going to Notre Dame. Is it overcompensating? Is that where you're getting Well, no, I'm just – it does feel different. And I wonder, is that because he's so well-liked, he's such a good recruiter and he's got such a good reputation, or is this because they feel burned by the way this was handled by Brian Kelly and now it's a rallying cry for for the program and they're going to build on this from here? I don't think it has anything to do with Brian. I mean, they haven't made this big of a deal about a head coaching hire even before Brian. I mean, it wasn't like that for Charlie Weiss. It wasn't like that for Ty Willingham. Hmm. Um, And so I I think it has more to do with the times. I think it has more to do with their uh, excitement about what he brings. I mean, look, he's a very, very impressive young man. Like, I remember the first time, and and I've obviously known Marcus a little bit because he was an Ohio State guy and um, just through the kind of the football world, but getting a chance to sit down with him back when Notre Dame was you know getting ready to play Wisconsin, I had a chance to kind of sit there and listen to him and just talk with him and converse. And I'm like, damn, dude, this guy sounds like a head coach. Like, like right then and there, I was like, I don't know what he's going to do after this year as a defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. But after going from Cincinnati to Notre Dame and having the success that he had this year, he was going to be a head coach. Like, he was going to have those opportunities this year somewhere else. And I think very similar to – but a little different situation how it came about. But you could say Bob Stoops with Lincoln Riley, um, Urban Meyer and Ryan Day. Like, the university knew what they had in Marcus. And, and they were like, you know, this is the best guy for our situation and for right now. He's just genuine. He connects with players. Yeah, he's a great recruiter, but he's a great coach, too. I mean, you can see the way that defense developed and got better over the course of the year. And that had a lot to do with just the way he connects with those young men. So there's a lot of excitement, and rightfully so, because of everything he brings. But look, it's are there going to be some growing pains? Of course. It's a huge job. Yeah, I, mean, I was about to ask. Is it too I big mean, for him? No, no. I, you know, I don't think it's too big for him. I just think he's going to learn over the course of his time there. I mean, hell, even a 50-year-old head coach 
who's been even Brian Kelly, as successful as he was at times, he still had to learn and go through some tough cycles. You know, he still had to kind of adapt and change and grow over that. So regardless of how experienced you are, you know, you still have to continue to grow and adapt and change. And that's going to be part of it. But look, with Tommy Reese coming back, Mike Elston coming back, a lot of those pieces are kind of back in place for them. They just have to finish out the rest of the staff so they can take away some of the pressure of him having to do that defensive coordinator job and head coaching job, right? Like it, it's you wear many hats when you're the head coach for any college football program, let alone Notre Dame. Now it comes down to how they can diffuse and take off some of those responsibilities off his plate to let him do what he does best and let him lead that school. Mm. Yeah, it's going to be uh, fun to see how that all plays out. But uh, you did I'm a, pulling for him. Listen, uh, and uh, you did, did a fine job there. Were you nervous at all having to talk in front of uh, Notre Dame like that uh, back on you, campus? Or? You know what's funny about like those situations? When you're an MC or a host for an event, it's all downside. Like, it's not about <laughs> you. It's about it – was. it's Marcus's day. It's our athletic director, Jack Swarbrick's day, or, or our president, uh, Father Jenkins. Like, it's all about them and them speaking. Like, I, I, I swear to God, I got there, and they're like, all right, here's the script. And I said, oh, I was like, well, this is – what is this kind of the run of show? And they're like, yeah. I go, well, this kind of seems a little out of order. Why don't we do this? And they're like, oh, um, you know, that's not going to work trying to make a change or audible this late. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it's fine. I was like, I'm just – let's just let's – just Go, go forward with it as planned. I don't care how it looks or whatever else. So, Well, listen, uh, I mean, uh, you know, didn't get rise and roll in, but uh, you did a fine job. And uh, now Notre Dame, uh, be a fun watch. I'm a big you? ND fan, man. You know, Ray Zellers is one of my – I probably told you guys this. I grew up in the same area as Ray Zellers. Really? And he's one of, my, one of my heroes growing up. Ended up being my teammate for a time in Washington. And I was just a big fan. And then and Jerome Bettis was my mentor. We had the same barber. He used to drive me around. I had some of my most amazing moments as as a youth, um, hanging out with Jerome Bettis. So he's I, like I, the most likable guy, bro. I've I've been one of. I, I mean, I've been a big ND fan. It, it, I, actually, it was one of the schools that I thought about going to. I, I, and um, man, uh, Irons, Irons. Uh, yeah. We came out the same Grant. year. And and I'll tell you what, Grant was one of the coolest dudes, and I actually thought about, like, because he played outside backer, I actually was thinking, like, maybe I might go to ND to be a linebacker, and me and him would be, like, I, this the duo type deal, because, you know, guys like going to schools together and stuff like that, so I'm, I'm pulling for I'm pulling. I've always been a fan, because, I, I, like I said, I think that the class of Notre Dame, I've always said, is, like, Penn State and Notre Dame have always been really – like cool to it's me. Just tradition, yeah, man. the tradition like, of it all. So yeah, it's uh, now, and I've I've always wanted to go on campus there. I want to see uh, and look. Joel Klatt even said it last week when we talked to him. And Klatt's like, look, I, I didn't want to like Notre Dame. Like I, I didn't, and then you went and visited, and he's like, God, this place is awesome. Mm-hmm. Like so, it's yeah. just one of those places. Uh, it would be a lot of fun to go there. If only we knew somebody who had some pull that could get us say, maybe I know we could do it, a man. show from there. Well, you know great. the tough part is, Lavar, is some people don't like to travel, yeah. on, or on our or, show. or they wouldn't yeah. be able to travel because mm-hmm. they have their own show. That's a know? good point, right? Uh, right, that's and that's point. part of it. We like, could go two fists, yeah. you know, double fists yeah. while he's doing the show here, and, here, you know, let, leave that up to the O brothers. All right, here's what, what here, I mean? all right, I'll make you guys a deal. I'll allow you to listen to my radio show mm. on Saturday while you're traveling. Mm. How about that? Oh, thanks you know. for that. Yeah, yes. no problem. Maybe make sure you right. send the link. Maybe give you a shout out. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, this is unbelievable. <laughs> By the way, Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. 
And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. 